Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 450, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. What's new? Not much. No? No. What, what have you been up to? Anything good? No. Did you play in the Saturday game this weekend? Yeah. Was uh, your buddy there? Or did he yeah, he showed on your game? Oh, he yeah, showed he, No, he was there. All right. I'm going to talk was... trash to him every day, every uh, episode now. Even if he shows up, you can talk trash. I'm going to. Yeah. I, I got to talk. I got to get in his head. I get, uh, you know, I may be a 15.1 index, but... Anybody can three putt. You if you tie if you're on in two on a par five, and you have me with a five, what good's it do to be a bomber, right? Oh no! You know what I mean. You're gonna make the five though. I'll make a five. You're That's gonna get like hole. up and down from. You're gonna leave like a a, sand, a a pitching wedge for your third into the front bunker and get up and down for a good five. Yeah, I'll make like a twenty footer for par, and he's gonna three wiggle for par, and we'll say good to have and go on to the next tee. Oh wow. Because that gets in your head. That would I'm, be weird, though, if you guys have to putt everything out, because we're picking up at double bogeys. Yeah, well, no, we're putting it out. Oh, we're going to be behind Larry's game. It's going to be like a seven-hour match. He's going to look at you. He's got like a, a toenail. Toenail, yeah, I need to see a little. I need to see that one, Alex. I'm going to need to see the rest of that one. I mean, and the member guest, I had to, I had to grind out like a six. What was the – oh, remember against the uh, – Dick Bass, <laughs> Just on the name. Uh, that was a Tennessee guy, right? Yeah, on the fifth. Uh, the, was it Richard number five? Bass had all of his Tennessee garb on? Yeah, what ha- what happened with Dick? They both like hit it in the water twice off the tee, and we still had to like scramble for a. We seven had to, to scramble. The they were like hit, they were hitting seven off the tee. We still had to. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make like an eight footer downhill slider to win the hole. We're high fiving each other. We wanted that. To play we were so bad, weren't we? That was our worst match by far. Did we have to give him the hole because I hit my drive on nine on the driving range and we couldn't find the ball and you hit one onto the street? I almost won that. That that little Tennessee guy that played from the Red Tees beat he he like drained like a forty footer. He was such a punch and Judy. He hit it two twenty and he's playing from the ladies tees. Because I hit it out of bounds and then I piked my second one and I put it on the green. So I was on in two on on uh on number on 18, nine, but on my second, on number nine, excuse me, but on my second tee shot. So I had a, I had like a 25, 30 footer for 
birdie. I ended up making par, and then he makes a par, and he's getting a shot off me or something, or like half a shot. So he made like a five for four and a half, and I ended up making a a five from the street, for and we lost the hole. And that was the first hole of the match. That was a bad start to the match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And then the end of the match was even worse. That's when we uh, had our fight. Yeah, because we finished on eight. We finished on eight. That was and the you disaster. told me I sucked. <laughs> After I hit, I left it forty yards short of the creek, and I told you you suck. Because I was forty yards short of you. That's right. Remember, I hit that ground ball; it didn't even make it to the next tees up. <laughs> and you in front of that palm tree by the creek. I think fourth they made day a five in a row, you had gotten hole. it over the water on a on a little one fifty five par three. They made a five on that hole, and they had it like they picked up for five to win it. We told them the hole was good. Yeah, pretty much with a five. Yeah. What are you putting for? We're in with it. Uh, you're putting for quadruple bogey. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Pick it up. Good match. Great match, guys. Shake hands. And we have to walk in on nine, and we're both just yelling at each other. <laughs> and the captain came out. That was the only hole he came to see He us. comes out to watch. On the ninth hole of our match. Hey, you know what? We, we came up with a great idea for when I caddy for Alex in the club championship. Yeah. I think I'm just going to do the jumpsuit. Oh, the full white, like the I'm doing the full jumpsuit. white jumpsuit. And Captain likes to follow. We he suggested maybe Captain does like the leaderboard thing. Hold the sign. Like Just holds the Dead sign Weiler, falls, like you know, twenty one. yards behind us. Plus one. Yeah. Cause I'm gonna smoke. Yeah. I'm buying a packet because you gotta you gotta have this the heater hanging out of your mouth when you run it when you're raking a trap, right? You're gonna start you're gonna pick up smoking again just to Yeah, I'm just caddy. I'm just gonna go regular cigarettes. I'm not gonna do cigars. I gotcha. That could be a bad idea though for you. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good idea with my addictive personality. Because you like, I haven't had things. a cigar in two and a half years. That would probably be not not be the ideal leave, would it? No, not a great leave. As you and Schaefer were smoking butts at the Pop Century Pool about nine years ago now. Whenever oh that God, was. that was a disaster, wasn't it? That wasn't a good day. I smelled well, for four day. days. You could not get rid of that cigarette smell. No, I didn't even know he smoked. I just went into the gift shop. He's like, "Can I have one?" Oh boy. <laughs> Never no, even was met it. his wife when we're dropping him off at four in the uh, four in the morning. Rather, <laughs> yeah, just had a newborn. Right, exactly. Yeah, we're with the uh, WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. Very nice to meet you, Mrs. Schaefer. I think we were poor favor at that point, but the point we were the poor favor podcast, right? I just think I can get in Detweiler's head. Although you've been giving him some good, uh, good training. Of buffoonery. Although you don't trash talk, though. Nah, no, I don't trash talk. I trash talk, and I do not back it up. That's my problem. I talked on the basketball court because I was halfway decent, and I like to talk to the older kids because they wouldn't beat me with the ball, but they'd punch me in the face, and I never learned. Yeah. No. i get punched in the face, and I'd still talk, and I knew I couldn't beat them in a right. fight. I could just beat them basketball. So if, so if you beat them in basketball, they just punch you in the face, and you still talk crap after that? At, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah I was. Oh, I mean, I should say I was dumb. I mean, I'm not not, not that right now, changed. am I? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> not much has changed in the uh, in those years. Oh, that's funny. Anything else you want to talk about here? Should we get? Right no, we could take uh, a break. Not take a break. All right, we got sure. a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about today, Gary Frank. All right, we'll be right back. Thank you. 
I muted myself by accident there. We're back yeah, from that break. Was very, that, was, that was rough. I clicked the wrong I button. I was going to have to take over the, 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 the airplane there part. I was shaking I took, a little bit. I took myself off the stream by mistake, and then I hit the unmute. I was, oh, I was big, yeah, big, here big we go. It's disaster. going to be one of those shows. We're back for break. Episode number 450 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, we're going to talk uh, some news and a quick little trip review that you had. You went up to property... Uh, yesterday yep little little short uh just went on a few rides and turned back around right like you usually do uh none of the above rope drop hollywood studios did rise of the resistance turn back around and drove home no because kind of no you're missing you're missing it because i okay. added genie plus as well oh you did the genie plus, yeah so then you not? were you able to do tower of terror and rocket roller coaster things like that i mean it's pretty bad that every show now for our holding music we have that song which one? The, the money. A fr first break song. Oh yeah, because that's all that matters, right? So what do you? What? How do you want to start here? Do you want to start about your uh, your little trip, or you want to talk some news first? What would you rather do? What are you in the mood for right now? I want to hear about it. I want to hear about the trip up to property. So this was a fact finding mission. Am I correct on this? It was once again just another business trip. Well, tell me about it. If you want to write it off, you got to at least talk about it on the podcast, I believe. Legally, I believe our attorneys have said that to you in the past. So we went up mm -hmm. because I was I was I get the itch. You know how I get the itch. So usually it's for a specific meal or yep. a restaurant. Yep. Yeah. So I got the itch, mm -hmm. and I went on, and I looked, and something was open at the Grand Floridian Cafe. Now that's not a, that's like playing with a cheat code on though, because it's never not open at the Grand. Floridian oh, Cafe. you want to bet? Oh, is that hard to get now? It's hard to get because nineteen hundred still closed. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because I was like, why days, this yeah. place is jammed? I had to use my one of my websites. Oh, your secret. Uh... One of my secret sauce websites. There you go. Um, and I got an email notification that said that uh reservation opened up when we wanted on a Sunday, and I went boop, clicked on the link, it takes you right into my Disney experience app. Add me, add Kristen, good to go. 850. We'll see at about 930, 937, depending on traffic. <laughs> so you had no intentions of making the 850. Well, you we always have the intentions, it just never happens. Yeah. And they don't care at that point. No, You're because the they seat the first come, first serve. Yeah. We learned that when we were at the Magic Kingdom one time. We had a, I think, a Kona. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
we wanted to do a ride and it was going to be longer. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, you know, we're going to get on this thing in 10 minutes. You want to give it? She's like, oh, let me call. She called the reservation system. I'm like, oh, no, you don't have to worry about it. We just go on a first come, first serve. So when you get here, the next opening, we'll just give it to you. We don't have a specific 850 seating or whatever. So hmm. I use that to my advantage. So you just got to just get the earliest one and then go whenever you want, it sounds like. Yeah, because I tried flight. to mod it, too, and, and I couldn't, so... But you don't want you can't really go early though. Like if it says first come, but it's gotta be in your window. You can't have like a, yeah, no, you can't, a nine forty five PM, you know, reservation show up at five o'clock. And the place was empty. It. I don't understand that place because it was jammed when we got there, you know, the 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 high rush hour. Mm-hmm. And then it was emptying out and, and they weren't they weren't turning much at that time. So I'm like, wait, what the hell is going on here? Is it that might just be a dead time though, like oh, just 10 30, 11 o'clock? Yeah, it could be, but the, well, why wouldn't they take a reservation? I couldn't, I couldn't get a reservation at 11. Oh, well, that's true because they do the brunch all the way up until two. Yeah, it's not like there's a stoppage for them, right? They serve the, they serve you know the breakfast and lunch all the way through two, so you can get the lobster thermit or a burger, Mr. Klinsman. It's just staffing, right? That at this point. They just only take a certain amount of reservations to be able to keep the staff numbers down or only work to what they have available. I, that could be it. Maybe that. Maybe that's what it is. I still never forget the time we were at Old Key West. At Olivia's. That was the most bizarre thing I ever saw. I said, can we have a table? Sorry, you have to make a reservation. We don't have any uh, anything available. So <laughs> we walked out into the gift shop i pulled it up on my phone made a reservation for that exact time and we walked up with the reservation they sat us immediately it just I didn't make one. sense just as far as like customer service goes that was like it was a head scratcher that was weird wasn't it yes so we did the same thing this is back when the grand Flor- like you said the grand floridian cafe was absolutely dead mm-hmm. and uh we just went Said, yeah, we're just gonna have breakfast at the Grand Floridian Cafe. Oh, do you have a confirmed reservation? I'm like, no. I'm like, you don't need one. Well, I need one to let you park. I'm like, okay. I said, can you open the gate and let me turn around? He's like, yep. So I turned around. I went up the street about hundred feet, put the flashes on, moved into the breakdown lane, got a reservation, turned around, showed it to him. He's just laughing. I'm like, God, you know, some of you people like are not outside the box. I get the whole Christmas thing when it's super, super, super dead, but yeah, or super, super, super busy. Yeah, where you have to put, you know, the sign up that it's only for confirmed guests and restaurant. I guess patrons. they just want to do it to prevent people from just parking there and going to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, no, I know the reason. I know the reason behind it, but but use your head sometimes, right? Yeah, I mean, like the time that I wanted to get you that uh, that. Christmas gift from Wilderness Lodge. You wanted that. Uh, oh, the, the totem did... pole. You wanted the totem pole. Yeah. So we were having dinner we were dinner somewhere, and I drove over, and the guy's like, I can't let you in. I'm like, why? He's like, well, you don't have a. I go, it's 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> you think I'm going to use your free transportation over the Magic Kingdom for the last 10 minutes? Like, I just want to go in the gift shop. And he let you in eventually. Or yeah, no? he let me in, yeah. but it's like again, like it's like beg he, your way in. It's nine o'clock. You think I'm just all of a sudden at nine o'clock going to try to f- get a free park into the Magic Kingdom? Yeah. That and if I am, I'm going to go somewhere closer. 
Right, exactly. Like wilderness, like you know, Fort Wilderness isn't exactly ideal. I saved thirty three dollars. No. <laughs> Took me fourteen hours to get there, but I saved thirty dollars. Yeah, I don't understand. All right, so you got the uh like so do you want it to be at the Grand Floridian or you want yes. Grand Floridian Cafe? What's that? You wanted the cafe specifically, or you were planning on you were trying to get to the Grand Floridian? Yeah, well, we wanted to be to the Grand Floridian. The only breakfast spot they have is at the cafe. Well, so that's true. Yeah. So what did you go with there? More most importantly. I went with the steak and eggs. Classic. It's so good. Now you're not tempted to to not get the breakfast when you go. No, because the steak and eggs are so good. They're good, yeah. Now you can find a uh, a picture of these steak and eggs if you go to our uh, our Facebook group, WDW Beyond the Gates Podcast Family, and request to join. Correct. That's where you can get this inside information. That's where Correct. I found out about this trip. Oh, uh, you get all we and, and you know, not to go off topic, but we do. We have great engagement, do we not? Yeah, we got a good group of people. We just started it, so it's it's still uh, small, but as it grows. It's fun to see the uh, everyone getting together in the community. So go, if you're on Facebook, search for the uh, WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family group and request to join. And uh, we talk. We're pretty active in it, and there's a few other people in the group that are, are pretty active as well. So it's it's usually a good conversation going. Now let me ask you, as as the person uh, who created this. I know I'm an admin, an admin, so I can yeah. make posts. Can anyone make a post in the group? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we yeah, go ahead and make some well. posts. We've Definitely. been talking a lot of DVC lately. A lot of Yankee Candle. And some Yankee Candle. And steak and eggs. So Yes. We're so, anyway, pretty much doing this. polls a few times a week. Yeah. Did you... Um, I should have had a, a better guess when you asked me shrimp cocktail or French onion soup the night before. For breakfast, but did you go with either? Did you I did not. You know, were you tempted? Because it's back on the menu. You know right? I really wasn't. It just it was morning. It's too early. And the morning you. stomach just wasn't ready for that. You weren't ready for it, yeah. What did Susie go with? She went with the uh uh lobster eggs Benedict. She likes that. That's what she likes it better than yeah. Steakhouse 71 version. Wow. And Is I'll tell a... you what parts. I don't know if this is better than Steakhouse 71, but this steak, this isn't your typical steak and eggs. This, I asked for it cooked medium rare, and mm-hmm. it was cooked medium rare. Usually, when whatever you ask, you're going you're gonna to get something that comes off the grill, and it's usually shoe leather, and it's cheap. This was, this was really good. Had the eggs sunny side. Uh, they give you a beautiful, and I mean beautiful, potato and cheese casserole. You like that thing? That thing is so good. So you put it up there with the Steakhouse 71 steak. No doubt about it. It's still one of the best breakfasts on property. And Susie likes the Benedict better. She so loves you guys, the Benedict. So for you, for your money, as you, for you and Susie, you're probably going to lean Grand Floridian over Steakhouse 71 for breakfast. I like Steakhouse 71, and I and I, I like this, but I did like the steak and eggs over at uh, Trattoria Al Forno at the boardwalk. Hmm. Very interesting. So, uh, so our next topic on our on our Facebook group will be best steak and eggs on property. We'll we'll get that one up. Go ahead, Bill. Oh, I was gonna say. So after breakfast, uh, did you get anything? 
anything else any other sides or anything with breakfast that was it just kind of sipped on the coffee and then uh it was all decked out for christmas the lobby they were they were the gingerbread house was up yeah and they were just doing the flower arrangement in the front when you walk in and we were there for a few hours and they were still working on it what's up the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra sounding good with the Christmas music playing, just like well, always. they were just setting up when we were leaving for, oh, the, okay. af- for, the, for the afternoon. Yep, <laughs> they had the cassette player, the old. Uh, they just pressed the play button on the cassette player, put it up to a megaphone. That's sad. I mean, even just a, even if they brought him back just for Christmas, maybe the Society Orchestra told him to pound sand if they asked him that. But no live music there at Christmas time. Like even the even the piano players out, right? They don't even have that anymore. Is that no? Still... They have the piano guy. Oh well, that's at least something. I don't know. I ha- I have not been into the Grand Floridian since they uh, put at the Enchanted Rose or anything. So it's gonna be a. Little, it, does it look a lot different, or is it kind of tucked away? You don't even notice that. You anymore? don't. You don't notice it because that that bar is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I know you like it. Gorgeous. They did a they yeah. they did a great job. Unfortunately, the sacrifice might not have been worth it for the orchestra. Either way, so what else did you do at the Grand Floridian while you were there? Hang out. Well, in the then lobby we went over. Bit? We went. We were farting around, and I went over to the. I don't even know how to pronounce it. The clothiers, the curious. Okay. Cur- curious or clothier. So one of the shops there, basically. Yep. So it's a, it's a con- combined men's and women's shop because the. Men's that was upstairs, they had to close for the refurbishment for the Enchanted Rose. So it's combined. It's nice. They have just high-end clothes. You got a nice hat? Yes. I've never seen one like that before. With just the GF, very understated. Like, you wouldn't know it's a Disney hat. Like, even, even if you wore it, like, if I came to your house and you were wearing that, I don't know if it would immediately jump out that it's Grand Floridian. How, how great, and I did post that. We'll go back to our Facebook group, WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family. I did post a picture of that, so if you're curious, go ahead into that room and check it out. How much did that hat set you back? Like 28 bucks? No, oh, it was 34 but I got a discount. 34 Okay. So, I couldn't find it, and this is this is, this is old school Disney. Mm-hmm. So I could, I saw it on a mannequin, and it was in one of those window displays. So I was talking to one of the guys working there. I said, I got a question. He's like, yeah. I said, I said, I don't see this hat anywhere. I go, and I love it. And I said, and it's on three of your mannequins. He goes, oh, let me check. Let's take a look. So we walked through the store. Couldn't find it. He said, I'm going to go into the stock room and see if we have any sitting back there. And he's like, nope. He goes, we don't have any. He goes, but I'm going to call my manager. And um, see if we can take one off one of the mannequins. I'm like, nah, you don't have to bother. Blah, blah. He goes, not a bother. He said, give me like two minutes. Let me call my manager. So he comes back. He's like, yep, my manager is going to come down. He has the keys to get into that show area. He said, but he's in the middle of something. It'll just be a few minutes. I'm like, take your time. I'm just browsing. I'm like, no rush, blah, blah. So like two minutes later, the guy goes in. He gets the hat and he sees me. He goes, excuse me, sir. Are you the one looking for this hat? I'm like, yeah, he goes. Here you go. He goes, it's a little dusty because it's been on the mannequin for a while, but it's still in good shape, blah, blah, blah. Goes to ring me up. He's like, any discounts? I'm like, 
annual pass holder. He goes, thank you very much for being an annual pass holder. We appreciate it. And I'm like, where's this Ben? Yeah. This was, this was it. This yeah. was why you go all the time. Yeah. Little customer service doesn't take doesn't take much. That's not even really going above and beyond. That's just doing what used to always happen. It's, and now it's just a rarity. It, you know what though, Bill? It really is going a little bit above and beyond because in our climate right now, when the kid said that he was gonna go look in the stock room, ninety mm-hmm. percent of the people would just go into that room and goof around on their phone for five minutes and come out and not even check and say, Yeah, we don't have any. Right. And then they're certainly not gonna call their manager. Because they have the get the hell out of here, I don't want to help you mentality. Right, but what I'm saying is that's kind of the bare minimum what you would expect or what you used to expect from Disney anyway. Oh, bare minimum for Disney, yeah. But now it's a rarity even for Disney. It's a it's a complete rarity anywhere, but it's even becoming more rare at Disney for something like that to happen. Right. Because that something like that shouldn't stick out as like, oh, this is one of the best you know, experiences I've had in the last six months with a cast member. Whereas, you know, 10 years ago, that would have been an everyday occurrence while you're on a trip there. Right. So, but good for them for doing the right thing. Now you could have probably uh, bargained that down a little bit more with the dust. Be like, you take a little bit off the top with the, a little bit of dust on there. I'm not that person. No, I'm not that guy either. I'm not, I'm just not that person. Now my dad, Oh, he would have. Uh, he would have told him to put it. it back on. He would have told him to put it back on the mannequin. He would have looked yeah, at I'm the price set. and said, "I'm all set with this." That's the other thing. Did you know how much it was when you asked him to get it? I you just you kind of really have an idea. You know, it's not going to be fifteen. Yeah, no, I knew. I yeah, like I said, sure it's not going to be fifty. So you kind of taking that in between. Yeah, anywhere between twenty-five and forty was probably the range. Yeah. So you already kind of <laughs> came to. Uh, you know, figured that's what you're going to be spending in the mid thirties. So that worked out. Okay. Yeah. He brings it out. It's like $73. Well, you, you do have a certain price point where you're like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you go put it back on the mannequin? <laughs> that's a, that, that would be embarrassing though. You that would be really embarrassing. You put it back on the mannequin. He's like, you, I'll put it back. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, get this, I can get the same one at Costco for seventeen dollars. I'll just go there. Yeah. Can you do any better than that? Is that the best you could do? So Bill would actually haggle, or he just would have saw the price and said no thanks. Which which Bill? The cat? Oh, my dad. Your dad? Yeah. Like he wouldn't haggle. No, he there, used to right? just beat the cri- Harry just Don Obedian. Yeah, just at Christmas the Christmas tree. tree. He used to destroy that guy. That was just his game. Yeah. But no, he didn't do it like when he went to Benny's. He didn't like try to. No, no, that would be really bad. I was embarrassed enough going to get Christmas trees with him. Oh, and parking lot attendants used to beat up when we go to like URI games. Really? (laughs) The Providence Civic Center? Oh, he was awful. He'd offer him less. He used to have guys chase him down the street. He'd pull in, how much? 15. I'll give you 10. No, it's 15. Okay. And he put it in reverse, and the guy would say, oh, hold on, hold on. He's like chasing him. So embarrassing. You're just sitting there with your hands over. Oh, it was awful. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all set. Oh, he'd leave. Oh, he left so many times. But the Christmas tree, I just knew it was going to be a long, drawn out ordeal. 
It's just part of the game. It was it was just his thing. You know, like he like didn't care about decorating the Christmas things. tree. He just wanted to get the price where he wanted it to be. Yeah, he want he had to get at least he had to win. It, yeah. He just had to win. That was his one win a year. He needed it. All right. So what else did uh Susie get anything at the store? Or is that your only purchase? Nope, that was the only purchase. Nice. How's it fit? I'm always, you know, sometimes hats, I have a big fat head. Yeah, like you sometimes. Do. Sometimes hats are too shallow for me. Sits pretty well. I'm going to put it on for yeah, you. Yeah, I want to see that. I'll commentate. So he's putting it on. Oh, yeah. That looks like it's got a nice uh, depth to it. I bet it would be too. I bet my head would be too big for it. You like it? it? I like it a lot. It looks a little shallow. I bet it would be too shallow on my head. I wouldn't wear it. Okay. I love it, though. I do. I like it a lot. If if, if it had that perfect fit for me, that would yeah. be in my heavy rotation. Yeah. That's one that you're not going to wear playing golf. You don't want to get the sweat stains and the fades on it, I don't think. No, this is going to be primarily, this is a good, good, good vlogging hat. Speaking of vlogs, oh, check okay. out our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com forward slash at WDWBTG. That's right, on YouTube. I just checked out your uh, Amari to go video before yep. we started recording. Did you watch the entire thing? I did. I gave it a uh, comment and a thumbs up. What'd you think of it? It was pretty good. That That's, looks good, that doesn't Oprah it? That of pizza looks pretty solid. Doesn't that look good? I bet that thing... Now, it sounded like it traveled pretty well. Like I don't mind cold pizza, room temperature pizza, but I bet that Soprasetta one, fresh out of the oven, is she said She said the same thing. And we didn't we didn't get that on New Year's a year ago, so she right. said she, it, she couldn't imagine how good that would be. Because like pepperoni pizza is fine left over, but it's so much better when it's fresh. But that wasn't pepper. I forget what that is. It's, it's some like, type of it's Italian. It's a salami almost. It's yeah. A no, but I, but it's still the same concept. Sure, it's yeah, a sausage, it's the same. You know? Yep, cured meat, right? Yeah. But it did. And that was the first time I ever had that pizza, and it had a very, very unique taste. It was good. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Those are decent-sized pizzas for like 18 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. Pretty good size. And just so fresh. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Anyway, so after the uh, after your little shopping excursion, what do, what else did you guys get up to there? Uh, we just uh, toured uh, the DVC villas. Now, were you is was that the plan all along? Yes, because you're in the market now, heavy. We're, we we've been in the market. I've been looking for years and years and years. But now you have a little. You usually had like the devil and the angel on your shoulder. Now you I had the devil on and your the shoulder. angel on my shoulder. But now Susie took the angel. Elbowed them right out of there, and you got two devils saying, "Do it, do it." Both of yes. them now. Yep. Yep. She, so she, she, she's she into it. Wants it more than I do. I think. What happened? I don't understand. Like, cause she's not a big di- like. Is she just becoming more of a Disney person because her family's visiting more now? So she wants just because to I think I think COVID really screwed things up because we saw you guys all the time. Yeah, and it was just a matter of being able to see friends and family on a regular basis, and that mm-hmm. was just. That was the ground right there. It was just, yeah. It's where everybody went. It was easy, and I think you know, seeing you guys and seeing Frank, and then seeing her sister. She she likes going up there. She doesn't just want to go with me and go on a few rides and come home. She liked the whole experience of being on, like staying at the resorts and just chilling. And yeah, so and she, think, it's basically like having a second home up in orlando because that's where everyone goes into right so you guys have that dvc potentially and then when someone's coming into town you just use your points and book a room for a night or two 
Right. And I think yeah. what and I think primarily how we're going to use it is we're going to use it. You know, we're looking at two days for her birthday, two days for my birthday, a few nights on our anniversary and then going up two nights at Christmas. Right. But like if you were to come, say, in August, then we would just not do our anniversary and use a couple nights in August. But I think once she saw what you can do and how cheap it is, it was a selling point. Right, because you guys are staying a lot of times deluxe anyway. Like when you do these last minute things, and then you're spending four fifty, you know, or you're you're trying to get something under four hundred bucks, right? And it's not easy anymore, right? At least with this, you're locked into that price, right? For the most part. And the thing is, and this is why you got such a good deal. Mm-hmm. When I was running numbers, I would go on the app and just say, okay, let's look at a rack for at the Grand Floridian. On such and such date. Okay, so just say it's $500, just for a round number. Mm-hmm. You do two nights, it's 1000 And then you go check out, and it's like 1350 Yeah. And then you look, and I'm adding the taxes. I'm like, it's it's about 12% tax. Yeah, and then now they have the, well, they kind of like bake in that resort fee, and then if you got to pay for parking, which you Oh, do. that stuff, and then you're paying, I think, $30 out of It's based on, yeah. you know, resort category. I think it's $30 for... A deluxe, right? So you're there for three nights. That's another one twenty, and then I'm sure they're taxing that, right? Exactly. So you're not paying taxes when you stay DVC. It's already built in, yeah. You know, nothing a, else. Once you use the points, it's just points. You don't. It's have just to points. Pay. It's not like when you use your like Southwest points and you just have to pay the eleven dollars to book the flight. There's nothing, nothing out of pocket besides your. There's points. nothing out of pocket, with the exception. And I looked it up because I priced out. We've been looking at Alani for my 50th mm-hmm. or maybe doing it the year after when she turns 50 and doing it at 50th for both of us. So, of course, Mac Daddy, I want to stay in a one bedroom ocean view for three nights. Mm-hmm. Room itself is like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars a night. Rack rate. Which is, rack rate. Yeah. Which is insane. The taxes on that were almost two thousand dollars. It was over 20 percent. Oh yeah, in Hawaii, yeah. I was like, I, I'm sorry. I just the room itself, I can't afford. Drop another two thousand just in taxes. I can't afford this freaking trip. Right. Sorry, I could go. You know, I could go halfway across the world. Yeah, you for could cheaper. go to Paris I just, and right. Spend a week I mean, I, yeah. I can't do it. So I looked, and they have they Alani's the only Disney resort that has a fee because it's the state of Hawaii. But it's based on the number of points you use. So if I were to stay in a one bedroom, mm-hmm. it would cost me twenty three dollars a night. That's I can it, deal though. with that. Yeah. If I got to pay a hundred bucks as opposed to two thousand, eh, I'm okay with that. So it's basically just like a little offset kind of whatever. Yeah, I don't like know what little... the what the laws are, but it was just Hawaii that has this. So you're paying like a buck a point or something. Yeah, let's just uh, yeah. I mean, to for, round it out, yeah, like that. yeah. Very interesting. Now that being said, I guess this isn't the topic for today, but just a quick question. Yep. That being said, if you're doing potentially that trip in a couple of years, does that bring Alani as your home resort into play? No. No, because the, the maintenance fees must be much higher there. It's actually not a lot. It's actually not. Oh, really? 
Right. Interesting. Yeah, it's not too bad. Because, I guess because they don't do they don't have hurricanes. Oh, okay. And I think maybe it's it's a new it's a newer building, so their maintenance fees are still in the eights. And just to bring that into perspective, the Grand Floridian's the cheapest. They're in the low sevens, mm-hmm. and pretty much a lot of them, like eight Animal Kingdom, and a lot of them are pretty much in the eights. So yeah, the maintenance fee is not bad. The problem is, is for a direct contract at Alani. Right now they have an incentives, but just without incentives, it's two oh seven a point. Yeah. I saw I saw a contract on the resale market for a hundred and nine dollars. For Alani? For Alani. Oh, so you could buy not your not your primary, like a secondary one there, maybe. Yeah, yep. Yep. Because I'm like, how how are you selling? Because I'm looking at the Grand Floridian for to buy direct because I want I want the the blue card because it gets you nothing anyways, but I still want it. The price difference between resale and and um, direct with Grand Floridian isn't that much, right? But I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars a point on Alani just to get the damn blue card, or for the eleven months instead of seven months. Right, right, yeah. I mean, if you want the eleven month, then you yeah. go buy it on a resale market. But yeah, because that's only a one. Then you're buying a forty year contract for a one time trip too. And, you know, and, and to be honest, I'd probably go more than once. Yeah. But the, again, that's a whole negotiating thing. Kristen said, if we go, I want to do other things. And there's a million things like we can go on hikes. Uh, you know, I'd like to maybe go snorkeling. There's a million things to do, but she wants to visit other islands, too. Right. Because you're also not going to go to Hawaii and be there for only three days and turn around. Right. You have to stay off property, you know. Right. Somewhere else. That's an expensive trip, parts. That's an expensive. Trust me, I've been looking at that for years. That's an expensive trip. Well, you can write it off, though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been I've been talking to our accounting team. So, <laughs> so how are the? I mean, you know the Grand Floridian villas, but how is it? This is this the so first nice. time you've been in them? Like, no, you know, I've been in them a number of times. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put the Grand Villa. That's going to be our next YouTube video. Okay. The Grand Floridian, the Grand Villa at the Villas at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. The one that has like the theater room, right? Mm-hmm. It's still stupid. It's got a it? media room. Like so, like we were looking at Chris, like how many points did I said? It's pretty much it would pretty much be a year contract. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I go, look at it. I said the rack rate, say it's three grand, say it's four grand. I don't even know what it is. Right. And I go and Pop Century is $180. I said, but you know what? This is so cool. How cool would it be to have that for Christmas Eve with a bunch of like family and you have your dinner, a big dinner and blah, blah. And then you got like some people in the main dining room watching movies. And then you have like the guys in another movie, you know, watching a college football game. I'm like, you can't put a price tag on that. I mean, you can because I couldn't fork out $3,000 for that. But I'm just saying. If you again, you win a billion dollar lottery, you're gonna want to do that. Oh yeah, for like a week and just oh, it's gonna cost me thirty thousand dollars. Who gives a crap? Right, exactly. Yeah. But it's just the amenities. I mean, it's just you know they have the in the one bedroom they have the refrigerator that has the paneling on it, so it's you know it matches the kit. Just those yeah, little yeah. things. It's so beautiful. That's like when you had the presidential suite. So you just don't even want to leave. Yeah. 
which kind of defeats the purpose of being at Disney. It was hard for me to go to club level and leave that room. It was hard right. for me to go get free booze and food That's how because I did room. not want to yeah. leave that room. That's how messed up. <laughs> Anything else uh, while you were up at the Grand Floridian or not really? Nope, that was it. That was it. That was it. All right. Well, I know you wanted to touch on a few other things, so why don't we uh, why don't we get into that? You wanted to talk some of these uh, these big budget cuts that that uh, your buddy announced. You like the Friday? You like the Friday drop? The Friday media drop? So nobody knows about it <laughs> on a holiday weekend too, right? Veterans Day. Yeah. Oh, by the way, hiring freeze. <laughs> oh, by the way, no more corporate travel. You know all this stuff. I thought they were like I know the stocks in the tank, but is it the other stuff? Because the theme parks are still pretty. I don't know. Pretty what, much know carrying what, the. Company, I don't know what right? they're they they are so much better year over year, but apparently they didn't miss the suits est they missed the suits estimate. Right, so they didn't. And that's what killed enough. the stock. Yeah. I, I see. I see. That's why I don't understand the corporate stuff. If you need seven guys to run your store. Mm-hmm. And actually, you need, to, you know how it goes. You need 10 guys to comfortably man your store. Corporate's right. only going to give you seven. Right. So you have a bunch of guys on Wall Street wearing these pinstripe suits. And they say, Gary, you need to make X amount of money this year. Mm-hmm. And you miss that by a certain percentage. And then all of a sudden, corporate says, well, you got to cut down to three. And you're like, but I need at least 10. To, I need at least 10 to survive. To you're only giving yeah. me seven. Now these guys in Wall Street are telling me. We got to get down to three to make them happy. I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand how that works. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense because they're already struggling with staffing. They can't get people. They can't hire people. They've been trying to hire people. And now all of a sudden it's, it's a freeze. It's, it's not across the board. I don't think they're freezing like the theme park hiring right at that level, but it's just the, the principle of it. It's just a strange look. It's just weird because. Like when I said I wanted to talk about the positives because I see positives coming from here because they got a clean house they got to clean this 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 ship is well Kramer it, your buddy Jim Kramer called for Chapek to be fired a lot of people have called for him to be fired is and he the, Teflon he, though huh is he Teflon or is he gonna he be is. A scapegoat? I don't know I don't know what yeah. the deal is I don't know if he's got video of something or some board members I don't well, know they what also the don't have on. who are they gonna bring back I know you say Eisner that's not well, you got to bring Michael Eisner back it's not gonna happen it's but... not gonna happen I understand that like but realistically they I don't want have a anybody. Parks guy back in that in that job and and I'm tired of these movie clowns because I don't care about the movies I mean you know the 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 issue that they have is they don't have anybody in the wings that could take over if they if they kicked him out there's nobody is Josh tomorrow too young is he's, is he just inexperienced? I think he's a pup. I think he's a bigger puppet than Chapek. He just people like him because he's he might know, be Chapek's puppet, but I think he's the biggest puppet. Is he? I think he is. I think he's just like I think he's still a pro resorts guy. You don't? Eh, no, because he's the one that's making a lot of these decisions. Like yeah, I don't but think that's what, that's coming. because that's what Chapek's telling him to do. I don't know. I think it might be the opposite. I think he's giving him that free reign and. You know, Chapek's taking the blame, big bad Bob. But you know, all the all the fanboys think you know Josh Demaro is like cute and a nice guy, and like he's got a better image, so everyone likes him. But I think he's just, I think he's a bigger weasel than Chapek. You know, he does he does wear that white shirt, open mm-hmm. collar, and black sport jacket kind of 
goofball weasel look, yeah. doesn't he? Yep. I think I he's never, a, and he's he 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 has become maybe more slappable than Chapek. I think he's a bigger because he does than have that little Gavin Newsom slick back hair kind of look to yep. him, doesn't he? Yep, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now the problem is, um, if you're the Walt Disney Company, the board of directors, and you get rid of Chapek, you can't bring in another white male to be your CEO if you're this board with all the initiatives they've been putting in, right? Like they've made that bed for themselves, don't you think? I don't know. I just never think I just I never think that way. You don't, but they that's all they think about. The Disney company, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they do. They make it a priority. They want all this stuff and that's fine, but who do they have? There's no one in their like leadership team that would be that fits that all they have is, you know, white males in those leadership roles in the, on the front. And I just don't think they're going to get rid of Chapek until they have somebody that they feel comfortable with taking over. If it is tomorrow, maybe I don't think it's going to be him because he's just Chapek Jr. Chapek Jr. Like why, why replace Chapek if you're just going to put in the same guy with a better haircut? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't fix anything. You come outside, they've never really hired somebody completely outside the company. You got to be a Disney guy. I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't know that, enough about, you know what I mean? They're not going to bring Is that maybe in. what their problem is? That could be. I mean, you look at you look at all these great companies and, and all the high, all the outside hires, IBM, Lewis Gerstner. You look at, uh, was it was a G at Chevrolet or GM back in the seventies or eighties? Who Lee Iacocca? Lee Iacocca. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe you do just hire a great business person. Yeah, but you need a creative to run the creative side and have a bit like so. You know, everyone said Eisner was so successful when he had Frank Wells to like rein him in. They let him go crazy creatively. And then they had Frank Wells to kind of keep his feet on the ground and be like, yeah, we can't afford to do this or you only have this much money to do it with. And that's why it was so successful. And then even when Walt was running the show, they had Roy do it. Like Roy Disney did the same thing. He was the money guy. He was the Yeah, brain. you always had the money guy and the creative guy. You're exactly right. Now they don't have that. They just have the they just have the money guy. guy. I don't even know if he's the money guy. He's not making a money. They're losing money. Right. Or the stock's losing money. I don't know. I, I, they need a creative in a position of power, and they don't have that. I don't know where that is. I mean, they had – I think they had a plan, and the guy from Pixar got in trouble for hugging people too much, John Lasseter, and I think he was going to be the creative that was going to be that side, and Chapik was going to be the money guy. And then they had to fire him because of, you know, he did inappropriate stuff. So they got rid of him. So then they never really had someone else there. Like, who do you, I don't know who to bring in. You come from an outside studio, like someone from Universal who does the parks there. You poach them, bring them in. Is that just admitting that they're doing like I feel like Disney's too proud to do something like that? I don't I don't know enough of the inner workings or who right, like, I don't the chain of command is, but you don't hear anything and people say fire Chapik, but what's the Right. You can't fire the CEO without someone ready without to a plan. Up. You have to have a plan. It's not like right. 
It's not like you're Jim Ursay and you bring in Jeff Saturday to coach the Colts. It's not going to work that way. You can't call. You're not going to be calling, uh, you know, Lou Mangello off the streets to run the company. When you fire <laughs> you fire Chapek, all of a sudden you you got Pete likes meat yeah. CEO. <laughs> that would be I, Peter like meat. I no doubt I'd like him. Now Mangello's worse than Chapek. Oh, he's not a budget guy though. Yeah, but he's the biggest cheerleader ever. They tell Maybe you, that's you know, what they need. Maybe that would help a little bit. But you, you got the fanboys looking out there and saying, hey, we're not happy with things. Out. What do you mean? You don't like these projection screen attractions? <laughs> that's true. Pete now, Peter likes meter. He's a, he's a resort and restaurant guy. I would, I'm totally on board with Pete. There'd be cigarette machines at every turn. Oh, like the old 80s things. You throw like 250 in it. <laughs> You can Lucky just use your magic come flying out. You use your magic band. Just use the magic band. You get a pack of heaters. <laughs> Newports. Menthols. Peter likes meter. Do you think you think that the company's broken though, don't you? I I don't they're directionless right now. They don't have it doesn't seem like they have a really good corporate vision. You hear all these things like you need a corporate identity, your DNA, all that stuff. Like, what is theirs? What does Chapek exemplify? I mean, if you're the CEO of one of the biggest, most identifiable companies in the world ever, like what is, what does he bring to the table? Like what's his, what's his specialty? Budget cuts? That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing to be known for. Yeah, because it? when you look at, when you look at Iger and you look at Eisner, you can say, okay, during their tenure, this is what this guy was, and this is what this guy was. Right. Now, but granted, ten Chape- years from now, and I hope it's not ten years from now when Chapek's done. What are we going to say? What was his legacy? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Eisner had a lot of time to work with. Iger had time to like. Chapek's not gonna if he's gone in six months or a year. I mean, he didn't. Was he set up to fail? Did Iger like set him up to fail? I've heard he kind of did because he was supposed to step back. And then when COVID came, he's like, well, I got to stay on board. And then Chapek just got pushed to the side. And then he like walks away right before, you know, with the writing on the wall with this, you know, potential economic downturn with the inflation and everything like that. And now Chapek set up to be the bad guy. I don't want to make Chapek seem sympathetic because he's been a weasel even before he was the CEO, but I don't know. It, it, the direction of the leadership doesn't seem like it's all going in the same direction from uh, Disney. Right. Seems rudderless, I guess would be the word. Like they just don't have, they're not all moving to the same beat in the same direction. And that's a problem. And I don't think Chapek's the guy to turn that around. We'll see what happens. I mean, the hiring for is just bad. It's just such a bad look. They want you to fork out five to eight thousand dollars to go on vacation, and then they're telling you that they're doing a hiring freeze and budget cuts. So now you're getting a worse experience. That it's at the it, park. It, it's totally as it is. It is a bad look, and it's been a bad. the The experience has been worse since COVID. Like you would think they would have come out of that reinvigorated with customer service top notch because mm-hmm. you know we've you know we missed you this you're our most important asset or the guests yep. that come through the gates and now we're just 
spit on as we walk through the gates. We're just looked as walking wallets. And now they're asking us for more than ever as we go. They're going to keep raising prices, which is fine. That's the way of the world. They're going to keep raising prices. But now they're saying, you know what? We can't hire that extra person that's going to make your vacation just a little bit better. You know, just these little things. It just trickles down, all that stuff. And the morale of the company has got to be pretty low when you hear these things too. So now you got these guys making 14, 15, 16 dollars an hour, even their managers making 18, 20 dollars an hour. And they're like, well, is my job on the cutting block? Like, right. am I out the door now? Well, you know, it's just it's a bad look. And it's all like you said, it's all these corporate, they just expected them to grow 12%. Right. And they only grew eleven percent, and now all of a sudden it's an emergency. They still grew. Right. It's not like they went backwards in revenue. They just didn't meet their projections. Right. Which I never understood that. It's because it's publicly traded. They have to keep showing growth to their investors. Otherwise, you know, it's a bad thing. And that's the problem with the last two years in COVID, the way the market went. It went down so quick right at the beginning. And then it went up to higher heights than ever. So now you're you're building growth off of one and a half years of you know growth that's never happened before right just yeah it basically just fake numbers so you have to grow past these numbers that seemed unattainable right so you had it'd be like if you if the to put it simply imagine if uh the golf handicap system just took your lowest score ever and if you did like it i know it takes your it takes the average of your lowest 10 out of your last 20 but you just happen to go out and you shoot like a 76 one day and now your handicap is a three and you can never and now they're expecting it to go lower and lower like it's right, not right. like it was an anomaly i play you know it the last you know 2020 and 2021 were anomalies right and now you're basing the 2022 off of that. The 2023 is going to be lower. And, you know, it's hard to grow every year forever into perpetuity, especially when you have unprecedented growth in a year before. And they didn't lose money. Like the fact that it's a sinking ship when they didn't lose money is crazy to me. Right. I think the problem, I think their bread and butter is getting killed. The studios, the movies, the studios, their IP, it's getting destroyed. I mean, I don't, I like, I, I got Disney Plus for the ESPN Plus, mm-hmm. primarily for the golf. I never watched Disney Plus. I've heard people say that 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 is a terrible product. Oh, I think it's Disney Plus is pretty good. They put I a lot of people on there. But then again, like I said today, all you do is hear the noise. Yeah. Like, I don't see you on Twitter saying, I think Disney Plus has some great content. I mean, I see the people who are screaming saying that it sucks. I mean, with young kids, it's good because they like a lot of stuff and they put a decent amount of originals on there. And the backlog is stuff. I think Disney Plus is better than Netflix right now. Uh, If you if you gave me the choice between Disney Plus or Netflix, I'd take Disney Plus. Would you? Yeah, just I never I never just turn on Netflix. There's nothing on there that brings me to it. I watch Netflix a lot. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Regardless of that, I think it's yeah. They, I mean, this movies 
the movie industry has taken a hit, but then again, what Top Gun 2 was like the biggest movie of all time. That came out last summer. The box office there was ridiculous. So who knows? It's got to be a blockbuster, though. But all these Marvel movies kill it. I don't know, parts. Doesn't make sense. You have any other final thoughts here on the uh, the budget cuts? That would be negative parts. Should we take our our next break here? Yes, let's do it. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. Cause the million dollar man always gets his way. <laughs> money, 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 money. Some might cost a little. Cost a lot, but I'm the million dollar man, and you will be bought. (laughs) All right, we are back from break. Episode number 450 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Maybe a million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, would be a good choice for the uh. CEO of the Walt Disney Company. What Are you, you still into wrestling? No, I haven't watched any wrestling in a long time. I still like 80s wrestling, though. 80s and 90s. What, do you get it on YouTube? No, I I, have, I don't watch it, but I think about, like, once in a while, just be like, man, Randy Savage was pretty awesome. The macho man. I might, though, because I think on one of the streaming things, it has all the WWE back catalog. So maybe I'll watch some old like SummerSlams or something. 1992 SummerSlam from Wembley Stadium. Are you uh speaking of stadiums, are you excited for the World Cup? I love the World Cup. I there's no buzz for this one, is there? I don't think people know about it. It's starting like in 2 days, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're doing it for Christmas, I know. I don't know, there's something about like I remember the last one there was a ton of buzz and even like i i don't know anything i know you know usa's in it usa wasn't even in the last one and there was more buzz around here like they didn't qualify four years ago right the usa they didn't I didn't, I didn't i'm pretty sure they didn't qualify maybe it was the one before that but either way there was one that they didn't even qualify for and there was more buzz than this one has i don't know if it's because of being in november when it's always in the summer or what but it's it's crazy but usa's playing uh england in their first group right they're in Mm. with wales england and iran i believe do you watch the world cup i do i like the world cup i like it i don't know why because i don't enjoy watching soccer but i do like watching the world cup it and you know what do you ever watch the world cup and you're like god this is this is a good sport well there's no commercials which is great it's just action nonstop. They never take commercials or anything. 
but I just can't get into like the. I don't understand the Premier League. Like, there's no seasons to it. It seems like they just continuously go and they talk about like relegation and getting promoted and like different leagues and series. I guess I'd have to do more research, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Oh, Remember one it. of the greatest lines ever years ago? He's playing like a Jurgen Klinsmann. <laughs> He's like a young Jurgen Klinsmann. That's where Jurgen came from. Yeah. I was hanging out with you when that happened. Yeah, you were, you were in Minnesota when the World Cup. Watching that one. That was the Zenadine Zidane year, wasn't it? When he headbutted the guy? Yeah. I think that was the year. Now he coaches France, I believe. The headbutter. No, wasn't that uh, Terry Henry? No, Zenadine Zidane headbutted the guy. Oh, okay. And I think he's coaching the France national. I thought team the right guy now. for France, Henri. Did yeah, yeah I mean, dirty. Oh, maybe. Who knows? They probably all did. Anyway, that's all I have for today. You have anything else you want to add here? No, nope, you can bring us home. All right. Well, you know where you can find us on. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube by searching at WDWBTG, WDWBTG.com. And our Facebook group, the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family. Um, you can email us, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube page. Subscribe wherever you download your podcast. Leave us reviews, thumbs up, all those good things. We do appreciate it. Anything else that I forgot here, partner? Uh, that would be a negative. All right. That's going to do it for episode number 450. That's unbelievable. 450 episodes of this. 450. Thing. Episode number 450 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company M-I-C See you real soon K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-O-R